I'm going to get so much hate for these predictions, I don't even care. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Jeffrey Calhoun. We are still stuck in Lincoln, and today I want to go over my way-too-early predictions for the SEC. Now, basically how I'm going to do these, these are going to be really short episodes. I'm not going to go very deep. Remember, these are, I can basically guarantee all of these are going to change. I know very little about these teams so far. College football season's only been over for like a month. So this is basically just going off what I know right now in this instance. I'm going to do more in-depth episodes, my full reviews and previews, probably starting June, July. Um, But for now, I'm just going to go with these. I'm not going to talk too much about every single exact game from last year. I'll talk a little bit about their record from the year before. But I'm just going to talk about what I think their record's going to be. I'm not going to go game by game because, again, this is going to change. This is just a ballpark of where I think they're going to be at the moment. So again, first, this is the SEC. Way too early predictions, and we'll jump right in with the SEC East. We'll go from last place to first place. I think the team that's going to finish in last place is the South Carolina Gamecocks. South Carolina was not a very good team last year. They finished second to last in the SEC East, beating only Vanderbilt. Uh, They had a good upset against Auburn. But after starting 2-2, two and two, they dropped six straight and couldn't play in their bowl game against UAB. Uh, a lot of their losses weren't very impressive. Lost to Tennessee, who ended up being horrible. Lost to LSU, who ended up being horrible and at the bottom of their season. Missouri was mediocre. Ole Miss was okay. Kentucky was mediocre. And all of those were blowout losses. This was not good. Will Muschamp got fired. I think it was a little premature, but that's just me. They bring in Shane Beamer, who I think will be good eventually, but here's the thing. He has never been a head coach, and I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I think eventually he's going to be good, but this is his first head coaching job. He's never even been so much as a coordinator, and so I think that with the schedule, with the losses of Ryan Holinsky and Shai Smith as well, I believe um, Israel Mukwamu, that's what I was thinking of. I believe he's gone too. Brutal schedule, you know, you pull you pull Clemson, East Carolina, who's looking up Troy and Eastern Illinois out of the non-con, and then out of the West, you got to play Auburn and Texas A&M. I'm not sure this is going to be a very good season for the Gamecocks. Coming in in second to last place is Tennessee. This team is a dumpster fire. They're under investigations right now for giving their athletes McDonald's bags full of money yep this is what happened schedule is pretty easy so i think they'll pick up a few garbage wins but um jared garantano transferred to washington state they bring in hendon hooker who i think will be very good i think he's going to carry this team's dead body as far as he can but it's not going to be very far i see four and eight they got a pretty easy non-conference slate against bowling green tennessee tech and south alabama Uh, they do play Pitt, which would be tough but i see about four and eight here coming in fifth place uh is Kentucky, who I think will go 7-5. and five. Uh, They consistently have a very easy non-conference schedule. That's why they're a little lower. A team that I'm going to talk about next is going to be higher than them, despite a worse record, just because of non-conference. But Kentucky is looking up. They bring in Wondell Robinson from Nebraska. This team's, the past few years, been pretty solid under Stoops. They just need a quarterback. I think that Luke McCaffrey would be a really good fit here. This is a very rush-heavy team. McCaffrey's very good on the ground. I think he'd be a solid quarterback under the right program as he's transferred away from Nebraska. I see about 7-5 and five here. 
Coming in fourth place, I actually have kind of a surprise team in Vanderbilt. They got a pretty easy schedule. They bring in the defensive coordinator from Notre Dame, who I think is going to be solid. I frankly think the firing of Derek Mason was premature. It's not like they weren't competitive in some games. They almost upset Texas A&M in their season opener. They played Mississippi State really tough. They lost to Kentucky by three. They played with Florida for a little bit. And so I think that was a little premature. I think they have a little bit of spark. I think they get to five and seven, but they lose a couple of their non-conference games. So that's why they finish above Kentucky. But again, this is premature. So we'll see what happens. Uh, coming in third place in the SEC East, in my opinion, is Florida. Florida is going to drop off quite a bit. They lose Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask. I do think that um, they're going to have a solid quarterback, but I think this is going to be kind of a drop-off year for them. Plus, their schedule is not exactly easy. I have Alabama and LSU out of the West, and non-conference isn't horrible by any means, but Missouri's getting better. Georgia's going to be way better. LSU's getting better. Alabama's going to be Alabama forever. So I think they, you know, I think they take four losses here. And finish 8-4, third in the SEC East. Coming in second place, probably a surprise team, is Missouri. Look, Missouri was better than they got credit for last year. Okay, they went 5-5. Five and five, And yes, they lost to Tennessee early, which was embarrassing. But they beat a good Arkansas team, who was way better than the record show. They surprisingly beat Kentucky. They knocked off LSU, and everyone thought LSU was good. This is a team that is clearly getting better. They're 5-5 five and five in Eli Drinkwitz's first year. This was a team where predicted to go 2-8. and eight. Nick Bolton was an amazing linebacker. Their running back, whose name I'm blanking on, was absolutely amazing. Their schedule is easy as all heck. And I think that I think they're going to they're gonna do pretty good this year. Finish 10-2, second in the East. Number one should not be a surprise is Georgia, who I think is going to run the table go 12 and 0 and yes that includes Clemson. Their schedule's easy. Clemson's really the only hard game. They got Auburn and um Arkansas from the West. Zeus is coming back. Zamir White for those of you who don't know. George Pickens is coming back. JT Daniels is coming back who hasn't lost a game as a starter at Georgia. Their defense is always amazing. This is going to be a great team. And as far as that Clemson game goes, yes, Clemson returns everything on defense, but they lose Trevor Lawrence as well as Travis Etienne. Some pretty big weapons on offense, and I think that first game, they're going to sputter and drop it to Georgia. Look, I know I said I wasn't really going to talk about specific games, but I say 12-0. You know, like you automatically know which games I'm talking about. So Georgia I have as my SEC East champion and play facing my SEC West champion, who I will get to in a moment. So, moving over to the SEC West, in last place, I actually have Auburn. Auburn was not amazing last year. They were 6-5. and five. They couldn't beat a good team to save their life. The four best teams in the SEC, um, they lost to being Georgia, or I'm sorry, three best, Georgia, Alabama, and Texas A&M. They didn't play Florida, but they would have lost to Florida. Then they lost to Northwestern in a blowout and got upset by South Carolina who not even Tennessee lost to, which that's just embarrassing. Gus Malzahn got fired, and I think head coach from Boise State I think will be good, but he's coming off one of the worst years at Boise State in a while, going 5-2, and two, which it's, it's crazy when a worst season in a while is 5-2. and two. Like, that's impressive. But I think the transition from 
a group of five to power five is difficult. You saw that with Scott Frost. You saw that with Tom Herman. It's not going to translate immediately. And I think with a pretty, pretty brutal non-con, a pretty brutal, you know, just SEC schedule in general, uh, it's going to be hard. They got Penn State and Georgia. Georgia State's solid, okay, from the non-con. I see four and eight. You know, I, I they lose their top receivers. I think Tank Bigsby is going to carry this team. Bo Nix is inconsistent. We'll see what happens. Coming in sixth place at the same record as Auburn is Mississippi State. They finished this year on a high note uh, with a blowout win over Missouri and then a bowl win over a ranked Tulsa team. Mike Leach is one of the best offensive minds in college football, in my opinion. He's frankly, in my opinion, the best college football coach to never have won a national championship, at least at the FBS level. And I think this team's looking up. Uh, you know, it's not going to be an instant turnaround, but I think they have some winnable games on this schedule. Very easy draw from the East being Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Easy wins on here against Tennessee State and probably Louisiana Tech. I think they have a chance to win a couple games here. Fifth place being a team that's going to, once again, be way better than the record shows just because they get the hardest schedule every year is Arkansas. Arkansas, while I believe they lose Felipe Franks, looked really good under Sam Pittman. I mean, it was a running joke that, you know, the SEC West had three coaches that had won a national championship, one coach that had been to a national championship, um, with Gus Malzahn, he had Lane Kiffin there who had won a conference championship the year before with FAU going 11-3. and He had Mike Leach, the best offensive mind in college football, and then you had a coordinator from Georgia, the offensive coordinator, I believe, and their offense wasn't even that good. It was just like, they're not going to do anything. And this team ended up being 3-7 and seven and should have been 4-6 and six because they beat Auburn and no one will ever tell me different, but that's a conversation we'll save for later. And they, a lot of their games were really competitive. They lost to Missouri by two, LSU by three, Florida by 28. We're not going to talk about that. But yes, their schedule is brutal. They got Texas, Texas A&M, Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, LSU, Missouri. Yeah, it's not fun. But I think they have some winnable games on the schedule. I think they get to a bowl game and things start to look up under Sam Pittman. And then the fourth place team will be LSU, in my humble opinion. This is the opposite of what LSU was the year before. I believe they returned 19 of 22 starters. That's a lot. They do lose Eric Gilbert, which is going to be painful, but they ended the year on a high note with wins over Florida in probably the biggest upset of the year, and Ole Miss, who was a solid team. They were under bowl ban due to recruiting violations, but I think they're going to bounce back and have a really good year. Um, they're going to have a great game to open up with on the road against UCLA. And I'm just excited to see what this team brings back. I think Max Johnson is the obvious pick for quarterback. But I feel like this team's also got a boom or bust. I think they're going to be either 8-4 and four or like 3-9. and Because I feel like at the beginning of last year, this team seemed very reminiscent of 2010 Auburn. If you look at similarities of 2010 Auburn and 2019 LSU you had an amazing offensive coordinator a generational quarterback that came in 
undefeated seasons, won national championships, and looked like they were going to be amazing. Well, Auburn in year two under um, Gus, blanket on the name, Gene Chizik, is that right? I believe it's Gene Chizik. I'm sorry. Went eight and five, so mediocre year. LSU goes five and five. Then the year after that, Auburn dropped all the way down to three and nine. Didn't win a single SEC game. Their most impressive win came against ULM in overtime. Yeah. And LSU could completely fall apart, but we'll have to see what happens. But I'm going to put my money on them being pretty solid. Third place, I have Texas A&M. I think these top three spots are really, really close. But I think Texas A&M, despite losing, Kellen Mond is going to be really good. Devin Anche showed out in the Orange Bowl. I believe Isaiah Spiller is coming back. I could be wrong. Jimbo Fisher, I think, is going to be really angry about you know not making the college football playoff and kind of just run it up, um, do what they can. They have a fun schedule next year, a really fun schedule. They got Colorado, they got Arkansas, they got Alabama, they got Missouri, they got Ole Miss, they got LSU. It's going to be fun. I think they go 10-2. and two. I think they finish third in the SEC West. Second place, I have... Please don't hate me. I have Alabama finishing second place, going 11-1. and one. And obviously, I'm going to talk about it because it's going to be revealed here in a second. The one loss I have them taking is to Ole Miss. Here's why. Alabama loses a lot. They lose their entire three-headed monster in Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and Devontae Smith, as well as Jalen Waddell. Yes, they do have Bryce Young and Brian Robinson stepping in, which is going to be great, but they also lose a lot on the offensive line. I think they're still going to be good because Alabama does not rebuild. They reload. But I think this is going to be a bit of a down year. They're going to make a New Year's Six still. But I think especially Ole Miss coming right before Texas A&M. Ole Miss has historically always had Alabama's number. I think this becomes the first time in history that Nick Saban loses to an assistant coach and loses the SEC West. And the first place team is, in fact, Ole Miss. I think they'll go 10-2. and two. Now, you're probably sitting here wondering why are they 10-2 and two and Alabama's 11-1 and one and they beat Alabama out. Well, the reason is because I have them losing a non-conference game. The two games I have them losing are Texas A&M and Liberty. Liberty's looking amazing. I'll talk more about them when I get into my independence overview, but I think Liberty will beat them. So they will have one conference loss and technically tie Alabama for the SEC West, but have the tiebreaker. Their schedule is also really fun. Louisville on paper should be a good game, but it won't be. Tulane on paper should be a bad game, but it won't be. Alabama, who they have a bye week to prep for, which is another reason they'll beat them. Arkansas, LSU, Liberty, Texas A&M. This is going to be a good year for them. Uh, Matt Corral, unless he's playing the worst teams in the conference, has been unstoppable. He's been amazing outside of those Arkansas and... LSU games, he's been phenomenal. The one big gripe against them was their defense, but they really showed out in their bowl win over Indiana. And I think Ole Miss takes strides this year. I think they win the SEC West and face Georgia for the SEC Championship. Now, as far as my SEC Championship picks go, I, I got to go Georgia. Georgia's going to be the best team in the country. And the only team that's going to compete with them is Oklahoma. I'm just going to say it now. Oklahoma is the only team that might be able to beat Georgia this year. Yes, they're going to have close games, but Oklahoma is going to be really the only team that can beat them, in my opinion. So, there you have it. 
Georgia and Ole Miss will play for the SEC championship, in my opinion, right now. And Georgia will be the victor of the SEC this year. Let me know what you think. Yell at me. I really don't care. These are my opinions. They're going to change. I'm going to be wrong. But I'm going to say it. I was right about the SEC last year. I was perfect on Florida record-wise, 8-2. and two. I was almost perfect on Alabama. I had them going 9-1. and one. They went 10-0. and oh. Then I had Alabama winning the SEC championship. You gotta listen to me sometimes. Gotta be right occasionally. I'm gonna be wrong occasionally. Like when I picked Kentucky to beat Alabama, that was not a thing that happened. But look, these are way too early predictions. They're gonna change. So I hope you enjoy. But that is my SEC overview. So with that, I will go ahead and sign out. And as always, go big red and roll tide.